0: Can a new revolution of ideas help rescue America from political despair? Yeah, let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. And thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our Cardio Miracle Studios here in lovely... Eastern Indiana. Yes, the Brian Nichols show is powered by Amp America. Really excited to be part of the Amp America team. If you want to go ahead and check out some of the awesome articles published over at Amp America from news, politics, opinion, and more head over to AmpAmerica.com. One more time, really excited to have them supporting us here on the Brian Nichols show. And also I am very excited to be having our studio sponsor, Cardio Miracle supporting and frankly, empowering yours truly because yes, seven months into using Cardio Miracle, the the Cardio Miracle difference, folks, 1000% real. What is Cardio Miracle, by the way? It is a powdered supplement. You put it into a glass of water once in the morning, once at night, take it right before you go to the gym like me in the morning and then take it before you go to bed at night. And the outcomes, the the results are just, they speak for themselves. I, I really can't put it into words besides saying you have to experience the Cardio Miracle difference for yourself, Better sleep, better pump at the gym, uh, lower blood pressure, better heart health, all that and more. So if you want to join the tens of thousands of other folks like yours truly here um, at the Brian Nichols Show who are experiencing the cardio miracle difference for themselves, well, head uh, to the show notes here uh, down below if you are joining us on the video version of the show, uh, link in the show notes. Otherwise, if you are joining us on the podcast version of the show, head to briannicholshow.com forward slash heart. It'll bring you right over to cardiomiracle.com where both of y'all, make sure you use code TBNS at checkout. It's going to give you 15% off your order. And by the way, there's 100% money back guarantee. So you literally have nothing to lose. Um, So make sure you go ahead and uh, use that offer today. Uh, One more time, BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash heart, the best heart health supplement in the world. All right, folks, let's go forward to today's episode. It's a solo episode, you and me, and today we're discussing a, how maybe a new revolution of ideas can help rescue America from political despair. Now, some context for this episode. I was um, listening to one of my favorite podcasts the other day, and they were they were saying some stuffs that I had some opinions on, specifically as we go towards the 2024 election. So I just wanted to start off maybe uh, articulating my my thoughts on this podcast episode, um, but also maybe give a little bit of my perspective in terms of where we actually are heading. So as we're now sitting here, let's see, today is the 15th as we're recording of February. We're staring down the barrel of this 2024 presidential election. And if we're going to be honest with ourselves, it's shaping up to be interesting, I guess is the best word, and as I mentioned, this this podcast I listened to the other day, and by the way, great podcast, a lot of great dudes on the show, really big fan of it, but they were trying to figure out, let's say, you know, based on where things are today, what do the next couple of decades look like, both politically and socially, and candidly, they were all pretty down in the dumps about where we as a country are heading, but I'm not going to throw him the towel yet because I grew up cheering for Ron Paul. So I I still think there's absolutely hope for more freedom, liberty-focused solutions. So what they did back in this podcast, they kicked things off by making 2024 more or less just seem like we have to pick between more of sleepy Joe Biden or we have to go, quote-unquote, full authoritarian with Trump again. Now, I obviously have a little bit of... um. disagreement, I would say, very loosely, um, very loosely, very strongly. I'm not sure how to really frame it here, but the whole idea of going full authoritarian for Trump as one of the options, okay, sure. But if we're going to be real now, is that really everything, everything we have to choose from across the board? I personally think we're getting a little too simplistic because what we're doing is we're getting this us against them narrative that it doesn't actually capture how how com- how complex, how complicated things across the board have really gotten. See, they talked about how polarized things felt, yet is it just about Trump versus anti-Trump folks, or frankly, is there something deeper here that we're missing, something that's actually dividing us below the surface that we're not really paying attention to, because and you've seen this. I know you've seen this. You remember the Brian Nichols show audience. It it feels like our politics have just become another front for this like never ending culture war, where you have like on one side the progressive establishment elites, and then on the other side you have I don't know. It feels like heartland populist Republican folks. And I don't know. I just I just I believe that there is some middle ground out there where we can come together, and it has to be. It has to be around shared ideas, shared values, and and I think that those ideas and values need to be really built around two areas, freedom, liberty, but also human dignity, right? And here here's where their chat went. Their chat moved more towards the power struggles that were happening inside both parties, and we're going to go towards how this impacts what a good society would look like, but they, they outlined really the, the two camps that are fighting. and the, the Democratic Party, you got the Bernie Sanders wing. He's causing trouble. All the lefties, they're causing trouble for the Dems. And then the right side of the aisle, is it really the right side? Probably not. But you have the Republicans. um They're trying to figure things out. They had like this three-way battle between traditionalists, nationalists, libertarians. And I think what we're seeing is that by focusing too much on the partisan stuff, it's just keeping us from seeing... Like the bigger trend that's here, there, and, and this is just the reality. There are tons of folks out there who are just frankly sick and tired of both sides, and they're leaning more independent. That's why a candidate like RFK is so dangerous. That's why he got such a bump in the polls after just having one super PAC launch an ad for him during the Super Bowl. And if you look to the folks who they are fed up with both sides, they just want someone who's independent. I mean, can you blame them? if you look at the both parties these days, right? The Republicans and the Democrats, besides like what? Rand Paul, Thomas Massey, Mike Lee, am I forgetting someone? Justin Amash. Oh, he's not in the Congress anymore. Matt Gates, maybe. I mean, like, there's there's really no one in both of these parties, either of these parties, besides those exceptions to the rule, who they stand up for the constitution, they stand up for fiscal sanity, they stand up for pro-growth policies, and yet, and this is the part that drives me crazy, is that you have these two parties who quite obviously don't represent any of that, and yet so many American families, they they understand at their core that when government stays out of the way, they do better. So the hosts in the podcast... They were they were kind of going through and talking about how they're seeing a lot of political people. I'll use that I guess that that terminology: political people. That they're just they're they're looking at the political situation and they're just done. They're checking out because they they don't see that there's any any real momentum or progress that they can take forward to make a change. But and this is where I I like I've been there. I, I'm on that that fence, but I gotta ask the question like. It's time to elevate your refreshment game minus the alcohol, introducing Liquid Freedom by Blood of Tyrants, the zero-sugar, all-natural, zero-alcohol tea fueled by Yerba Mate. Say no to artificial additives and say yes to an energizing tea that'll keep you going all day long. Revolutionize your taste buds and support freedom and also save 10% 10% off your order by using code TBNS at checkout. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash T and celebrate transparency and redefine your beverage experience with liquid freedom. Is, is checking out the only move? Is it the right move? Or is it actually causing more of the problem? Because when we see people check out, that means that the only people who are checked in are those nefarious actors. So... If we had like, you know, a fresh wave of people who started to check in, I don't know. I mean, that maybe is a way we can start some type of movement, you know, spark some some type of energy to to bring people together, all these politically homeless and helpless folks, and and maybe build something new, something like what Ron Paul started. In 2008, and was continuing into 2012, past the Tea Party years, and and you know obviously that fizzled out some, but I think that there's a an energy there that was was brought forward by the sentiment that helped elect Trump, and that is that this this not being spoken to, this being forgotten sentiment, it's missing and it's not being addressed. So on the podcast, they also touched on how nowadays when you go online. And online culture is a whole different conversation. But how when you go online, it's more about signaling who we are rather than having an actual reasoned debate or not even a debate, but frankly, a conversation trying to talk about like what we actually believe and where we have points of disagreement. And in contrast, what we have today is more or less just people going online trying to talk about you know how great their ideas are and how wonderful they are, but they don't talk about the actual values. It's like they're losing sight of the importance of character, the values, and instead they just end up online yelling past each other. And I guess I'm in the mindset of wouldn't trying to rebuild our cultural roots work better than waiting for you know, government fixes or some big leader, some savior to come rescue us. And some of the folks in the podcast were, were actually pretty gloomy about where all of this is heading over the next 20 years. And they were more or less expecting things just to decline in terms of both prosperity, but also in terms of trust. And I I heard that, but then I, I think, well... Humanities repeatedly defied collapse predictions by doing what? Getting back to the moral basics. So maybe all of this division is showing, I don't know, maybe we're due for another revival. Now, they also noted how outsider campaigns have shown that grassroots energy around shared values, it can in fact catch fire quicker. But does it take civic education and leadership development on timeless ideals rather than personalities to be successful, yes, so we have to focus on that, now they then went down the road, uh, talking about how Trump's ruining the GOP, he's putting him on a dead-end right-wing populist track, the same tired and true anti-Trump rhetoric we've heard, and how he's destroying the GOP, but let's call out the elephant in the room, isn't the lefty dominance in culture and in tech, isn't that kind of triggering some of this backlash, so rather than being sad, we should really be trying to get out and focus on the next generation of voters and of leaders to get them ready to steer not just the country but their communities in a better direction. See, the hosts they they were worried about Gen Z, worried about the next generation because campus culture. You look at you know tech oligarchs who they're pulling the strings with the TikToks and all that fun stuff, but there's still millions. Billions of hearts and minds out there who are up for grabs across their communities. And that right there is the answer. Who's going to inspire all of these Gen Zers who start to question their programming? Who's going to reach out to the homeschoolers and the small business owners hungry for something beyond the stale traditional status quo? Because nowadays, with all of these culture wars, it just feels like it's the loud voices that are demanding we pick a side that has to be either justice or, or order. But the real path to this national renewal, it well, it most certainly isn't through force, because once you, you start to use force, obviously, uh, you've lost the moral high ground. But rather, we need to help instill the ideas of voluntary goodness in, in the communities built by good-hearted people, good people who bring out the good in others. And what if alongside inflation, crime, all all of the bad stuff, we also encourage politics to instead of just focusing on issues, focus on what it means to be a good person, moral aspirations, instead of like this federal one-size-fits-all policy that's supposed to, you know, help fix things but ends up just deeply splitting communities? why don't we seek progress through, I don't know, persuasion, sales, changing hearts and minds. It's much tougher than changing laws and policies. But when you change hearts and minds that lasts and local innovation embodies this idea of each state being a laboratory for liberty. Now, going back to the podcast, the, the hosts, they were bummed that both parties seem to want bigger government, whether that's through taxes, increased spending, clamping down on alternative voices or dissent, but constitutionally grounded decentralization, it's still our best defense against tyranny. The more D.C. grandstands and overreaches, the more openings there are for local governors and mayors to to help be closer to the people and uphold and protect those basic rights at the level that impacts us the most. And let's remember that grassroots charity almost always, no, it does always beat bureaucratic welfare. So how do we fix the bureaucracy? Well, first of all, we don't need more government bureaucrats. What we need is activated and inspired citizens. Remember, our rights come from God, not from government. And liberty brought prosperity that has never before been seen in human history. Just just look at America as a shining example of what we were able to accomplish versus the literally thousands of years prior. Now, lots of the current chaos that we're looking at right now comes from forgetting our legacy, the American legacy, the 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 ideas, the legacy of freedom, and instead we've been chasing this idea of globalism, multiculturalism because the the elites and the establishment in the they they, they all think that federalism local you know local decision making it, it's outdated. They, they support more power to the institutions they control. Now, thankfully, that's why we have constitutions. Constitutions exist to check excessive ambition that threatens freedom, specifically from those nefarious government actors. So, individual sovereignty, the stuff that we have, that requires accountability, not to. The elites, not to the, the the do good people in government, but to our to ourselves, to the people, and that's something that no you know distant bureaucrat in D.C. or we take it a global perspective, an international bureaucrat over at the UN, they they can't deal with that. They they can't impose the same type of accountability that we can in our own communities. So as we look to 2024 and beyond, we've got to decide. Are we going to continue to surrender our freedoms to these centralized authorities that are completely detached from our local communities, or are we willing to stand up and reclaim liberty through reinvigorated citizenship and voluntary action? Life's too short just to get by. If chronic pain, anxiety, and poor sleep are holding you back, then Evil's CBD is here to help. Embrace the natural, calming, and anti-inflammatory properties of CBD. Unlock a healthier, more vibrant life. Go to briannickelshow.com forward slash Evil's and use code TBNS. Save 15% today. Thrive with Evil's. One more time, that's briannickelshow.com forward slash Evil's. And now, back to the show. That's the choice. And the arrogance in thinking that these enlightened elites can better run our very complex modern society rather than the free people who collaborate on their own creatively through what? Families, markets, civil society, that they can do better? How dare those those average people think they can do better than us elites? Listen, we've seen housing projects make crime worse we've seen as zoning rules actually create and spark more homelessness the, the the true path the true path forward to a national renewal runs not through Washington DC not through your state capital but through our towns our churches our charities and our communities there we can nurture our, our empowered citizen, right? The, the the person that we can speak to on the one-to-one instead of one-to-many form responsible families and communities that make much of our government's so-called do-good policies more or less irrelevant. See, governments often expand to displace civil society, whether there's some crisis, <coughs> COVID, <coughs> or, or you know, they had this, well, we know best, hubris, trust the experts, Remember that? But real change starts not from government, but from our actions, living out our values in our communities and and frankly, setting an example for others to follow. So when you compare to the, the prosperity that freedom brings, big government promises, they ring hollow. See, we need to remember that the timeless wisdoms that often guide us are way better than modern scientism or chasing the next shiny technological thing. Humans don't live on subsidies and smartphones alone, folks. We live on legacy. We live on, on values. We have an opportunity and an obligation to set a future for our future generations to live dignified, opportunity-rich lives as well. And some cynics say, how oh, we're doomed to choose between just these binary choices, order, justice, red team, blue team, and never balance them out. But tradition and freedom can live together in peace. Both vigilance and idealism can help make ethical, useful progresses faster than either one on their own. See, the podcast hosts on, yes, one of my favorite podcasts, they couldn't envision restoring America past this uh past consensus where despite vigorous debates there's an underlying unity of purpose that persists but our history is full of surprises maybe the the very chaos and the the loneliness that we're seeing right now and causing all this national anxiety is actually going to lead to more people starting to say something's broken and we need real answers So like looking past all of the professional politicians and the talking heads who are frankly removed from real people's struggles, clearer visions are going to start to emerge straight from the folks that are facing the problems firsthand. In schools, in churches, around kitchen tables where the unpaid bills are piling up and as people's dreams are starting to collide with harsh realities, regular people are aching for some type of meaning, some purpose. Not just coping, but engagement, coming together, rebuilding families, rebuilding neighborhoods and systems that work. There is a longing to rediscover the lost anchors that once gave real opportunity and mobility across our fraying societal fabric and starting to put society back together again in casual conversations that spark shared hopes that rise above partisan nonsense. That's step number one. See, this is the path to renewal. Ordinary people taking back the responsibility from way, way off distant rulers and bureaucrats, and instead sharing useful skills, pitching tangible, realistic ideas. That's how you can make a difference in real people's lives right now. And it's this kind of grassroots activism. Not the the big time showmanship we see in the political stage, but that is what we can use to remind Americans that our best days are still ahead. Going back to my favorite podcast, the host reflected on past political waves like 20th century populism or 20th century progressivism that shook and, and in some cases broke the system. But the Liberty Uprising that was sparked by Ron Paul it has continued to grow because it wasn't centered around an individual or an election cycle but rather it was centered around timeless truths see the, the the quiet revolution continues advancing one heart and mind at a time having ties that are strengthened by small communities that are joined by love instead of rules can show purpose even when people are feeling that they're alone See, here, pieces of broken things come together to support causes that, frankly, make life worth living. For some people, a single candle lights the way, right? Shining of new life seeping through the cracks show hopes, not of disaster, but hope is on the way. So, I say to you, don't lose hope, The forces ripping our society apart also weigh heavy on the hearts of the folks wanting to belong, even if they can't really quite figure out where. So healing this American experiment happens, yes, one changed mind and one opened heart at a time. And as people wake up, they can start to kindle the sparks of that conscious light that flares and is the fire of freedom. So don't just conform to whatever's trendy. Stand strong, have courage. Of course, stand up for what you believe in, just like Veggie Tales taught. And don't fear the truth, because the truth is what sets people free. That's my thoughts for today, folks. I hope you got some value from today's episode. If you did, please go ahead and give it a share. Tag yours truly at B Nichols Liberty. You can also find Amp America over on your favorite social medias. Uh, for sure check out twitter x.com as well as facebook we're doing some great work over there also please support our sponsors here at the brian Nichols show they're the the folks who help support us so uh proud libertarian cardio miracle bnc technology advisors evil cbd uh liquid freedom energy tea and more all great entities that help us keep the lights on so please go ahead and give them some love because they're the folks who give the brian Nichols show some love and also where can you go ahead and find the the podcast or the video version of the show? If you're looking for your traditional podcast, go to your favorite podcast catcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube Music, wherever it is you listen to podcasts, hit subscribe to the Brian Nickel show. And by the way, we have over 810. That's right, over 810 episodes here of the Brian Nickel show. So go back into the archives, hit download all unplayed episodes, especially if you're a new listener because in those 800 plus episodes I guarantee whether it's a topic of, you know, economics, you're talking about political or current events, you want to learn something about a specific policy, you want to learn something about a specific person, well, go through the archives. I guarantee you're going to find at least a handful of those episodes you're going to want to listen to that will leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. For the video version of the show, you can find us on your favorite video uh, platform, whether that's YouTube, Rumble, uh, Sovereign, S-O-V-R-E-N, which is Ben Swan's entity. By the way, if you're watching us over there, you're seeing today's episode before anybody else. That's your Sovereign exclusive. Also, we upload our episodes in their entirety to uh, Facebook as well as to X.com. So go ahead and give us some love over there. When you do, hit that like button, hit the little subscribe button. And of course, head below into the comments. Let us know your thoughts. Is this the path towards a national revival, a national renewal, one-around shared values and principles instead of around uh, different politics or politicians would love to hear your thoughts. So head down below there. And uh, one last thing. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for listening to the program. We do this podcast because not, you know, not just because we like to do it, but because I know you get value. I hear it from you. I see the, the messages. I see the emails. I And I appreciate it. So if you are getting value here from The Brian Nichols Show, let me know. Email me, brian at briannicholshow.com. Or head to our website and leave us a five-star rating and review. Tell folks why you listen to The Brian Nichols Show and, frankly, why they should as well. So that's all I have for you today. With that being said, Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show.